flow with the flow We up in this jiggy diggy iggy Azalea called me but I'm too busy to fuck with her Cause we got another grand spanking new episode Oh 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 of the mega late show Oh oh ho with your usual suspects Mega late and Nazis Wait what? Yep Sorry, Familia, I'm not in studio today. Y'all can shed just one tear is fine. One tear is fine for my non-presence. I actually dropped two tears this morning. Since this is another historical session for the MLS books, due to the fact that we finally have our first Japanese guest. A fantastic one at that. DJ Kensuke. <laughs> yeah. What's hey. up? Word. Yo, thanks for joining us, uh, Kensuke. Yo, uh, shout out to the Ghost of Steez. Yeah. yeah he was uh, shooting a movie or something today. <laughs> I, 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 I seriously something. don't know. He's always, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that Steez has got his hands in all types of things. Yo, we'll he, be like, uh, Steez, uh, we're trying to record on uh, this day. You, uh, you free? Nah, man, I gotta uh, go to uh, SoftBank and uh, shoot a commercial with the dog. Right. The dog's the director. Right. And then, like, two weeks later, you'll see him riding a dog <laughs> in a commercial. Yeah, he's, he's always busy doing stuff, and uh, we're sorry we couldn't have him uh, here today. But we also, uh, we've got somebody sitting in his chair, uh, a familiar guest that you all know. It's our man. Yo, our rah-rah Dungeon Dragon. What's up? <laughs> the Dollinger once again. Yeah. 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 When we're trying to get things going in the studio, much appreciated, uh, and much also appreciated. also largely responsible for cleaning up a, a lot of the hijinks and the bleed that we have hey. uh, in our lo-fi podcast. If we sound good, it's probably because of him, yeah, yeah, and Asahi. But most importantly, our <laughs> special guest DJ Kinsuke, thank you for rocking with us. Yeah, Yo, to- Tokyo DJ and. And again, this is our first Japanese guest, and English isn't his first language, but uh, from from the conversation we've been having uh, all day, he speaks English fairly well. And so sometimes we might break into Japanese uh, if, yeah, if he wants please, to get a different point across. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And, uh, and I apologize for any Japanese that I speak today, but I'm going to do my best, and uh, we're going to work this so, shit out. So listen closely, do your Googles, and, and do the Google <laughs> Translate, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, no, actually, Don't actually you know, we'll, we'll, trans- we'll translate live. Um... Yeah, and we're recording this podcast on April Fool's, but we, we oh, have no word. jokes. It's a very serious podcast, hey. and everything we say is factual, and we don't make any mistakes. Yeah, so, so uh, I fucked Nicki Minaj last night. Yo, you know that billionaire that Mariah Carey married? Yeah. It's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy right here. No, um, yeah, good old Mariah. But uh, today, uh, our topic of the show is, Mm. well, it's not really a topic, but our conversation that we're having today is kind of about uh, different types of atmospheres at different venues uh, where you go listen to music or see an artist perform. So we'll get to that, and um, it should be an interesting conversation. Uh, Towards the end of the show, of course, we're going to do an interview segment. Uh, We've got a weather report where we let you know what tracks we're kind of bumping right now. And uh, also, pay attention to the end of the podcast. We've got some upcoming shows here in Tokyo, some artists that are coming through, some established artists that are always performing here in Tokyo. Most definitely. And um, yeah, so what are, what do we got with the, with the sponsors today? I didn't even think about any of the sponsors. Yo, sponsors today are Womb, Buenos, Club Asia, uh, The Champagne Room, Ageha, Trump Room, The Champagne Room. <laughs> no, I don't even know, but I, I know that you're not supposed to have sex in the Champagne Room, so we know that is not in Rapungi then. Oh, right. for real. Yo, I forgot right. all the Rapungi clubs. Shout out to Jumanji, uh, yeah. Greenland, Batica, uh, Mist, Lime Bar, Heavy Six Zero, uh, Feria. I think that shit closed though. Uh, yeah. Club Mai, the Deep Space Room at at Vision Sound Museum. Where that's, yeah, that's probably the jam. dopest room. That's, that's my jam. Probably the dopest room. I know. Yeah. Aoyama Cube, uh, Edition, uh, Room, the Room in the Shibuya. Room. Yo, shout out to Club. It's not a club. Uh, Nas Org. Uh, I'll get into that a little bit more later. But yeah, uh, shout out to rooms in general. Rooms. Rooms. Padded rooms. All types of rooms. Yo, uh, shout out to, who is it? Uh, Joe Budden's padded room. 
That's oh. one of his albums. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I'm sure let's you listen to that. Friend of the show. He contacts <laughs> us all the time. The show. He's got his podcast going, and uh, he was originally going to be like the fourth member, but he's busy well, hating on know. Drake and shit. I mean, reality TV is rough. You know? No doubt. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's see. So what's going on? What's what's fresh? What's new? Uh, Yo, I'll tell Japan? you what's really new. Like this year is new technically, man. This is the season of blooming cherry blossoms. So it's like a new year now, or it's like the new season, newness. Everybody's refreshing. Everybody should be cleaning. Your boy's actually moving. Uh, what else was I gonna say? Uh, it's April 1st, like he said, we're recording, so this is actually the day for that new shit. So, I don't know if there are many Sakura out right now. I haven't seen many. It's been kind of weird. more than any this year, today. Oh, I was out at uh, Kunitachi this morning, and Kunitachi has some really old growth trees out there, and uh, a few of them are doing their thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was down in Meguro yesterday, and... By the river, there were like some out, but it's definitely not full bloom yet. Yeah, they they look they look they look tired. It looks yeah. like they they're trying to put in work. All the see the trees look sick. Right. We went to to that Hanami party last weekend, and it was not even a Hanami party. There was like six cherry blossoms. It's just a Single. bunch of foreigners getting <laughs> right. drunk under right. uh, dead trees. Right, right, yeah, and just branches. Yeah, uh, but that's a big thing here in Tokyo, and um, I always love this season despite the allergies that come with it. Uh, yeah, and you know, Japan always has their uh, sakura-themed foods, like Starbucks is going to have their drink, uh, Kit Kat bars are going to have their little flavor going on, and you'll see stuff like that, which, which I don't mess much mess with, but uh, it's always a really dope time in Japan because everybody seems to be happy, everybody's getting outside, yeah, and uh, yeah. It's like the new shit. But uh, speaking of like uh, foods, Kensuke, what, what were you saying about uh, McDonald's. At McDonald's? Yeah. They're gonna stop uh, uh, selling the Big Mac. No, oh, oh. Uh, not quarter, the Big Mac. Uh, quarter, quarter pounder. Yeah. Yo, this is a big hit to me and my family. <laughs> we we've been we've been you know associated with the the quarter pounder family for a long time. Uh, we've done a lot of collaborations <laughs> together. You know what I mean? And, uh, and and I eat all that garbage as McDonald's food sometimes, and that's my go-to burger. And why why are they not selling that now? I don't. I, I heard it, but I don't know the reason. Um, uh, I don't know, but maybe uh, uh, they uh, always trying to uh, change because oh. Jap- Japan is uh, totally different uh, any other country. Word. Uh, word. Yeah. You, you, they always got like specialty burgers. They'll probably have a Sakura burger <laughs> out here with a pink bun or something yo, like they that. They need to blink. Blink. They need to bring, they, yo. Uh, they do need to blink. Yo, my fault. They need to bring back that uh, black ink burger or no, whatever it was. No, I they don't. I never tried don't. it, man. I want to I wanna see what's is that, good. Is that, is that some type of uh, cultural appropriation? <laughs> <laughs> like a black? No, I'm just kidding. No, but uh, maybe maybe the reason they're changing is because most of the other patties are the Big Mac and, and regular cheeseburger patties. And the quarter pounder patty is the only one that's really different, I think, right? Oh, is that right? Could be like a it could be like a shipping yeah, issue I've or always, something like that. I've always noticed that the patty seems different than all the other burgers. It's, I don't know what it's all about. I was reading some thread online, some some speculation, two different things. Someone said, oh, it just takes it's it's too specialty of an item to keep in stock. Another one was that yes, they. They want to introduce some uh, new items on the menu, and to do that, they're going to take some things off. So it may be temporary, but again, this is just speculation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never really fucked with McDonald's like that before, so I don't know. Shameful, man. Aren't you trying to get diabetes at age 50? <laughs> it's like the, the black thing to do. Yo, man, since I am black and from the yeah. South, I'm pretty sure... Hypertension is already kicking in. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying my dad diabetes, hypertension, heart attack at 50. We hey. need to break the cycle, my brother. So maybe Yo. it's a good thing that these. Shout out to all the male family members on my side of the fam, on my mom's side of the family that no doubt, died young. No doubt. Hey, it's not a it's not a laughing matter, but we're already kind of drunk and idiots, and nothing Yo. is sacred. I like so. the podcast, Mega, but you're so racist. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about April 7th. By the time by the time this episode drops, April 7th would have passed, and we all know that the new K Dot album hey. is coming out. The new Kendrick album is coming out. Shout out and, to Kendrick, and as well as um, Joey Badass's joint is dropping, dropping that day. So it's a really dope day for for music, in, in my opinion. And yo, it, this shit 
It's my shit. Sweet children. This is yeah. This is the yeah. sample. Yeah. This is actually um, uh, off of Common's album. I think. I think maybe um, Which Kanye one? sampled it. B. Uh, B. Yo, I uh, barely remember. Yeah. Real people is the name of the track. But this is yeah. That yeah. That, that original sample is such a jam. In Yo. fact, I'm gonna run it back. Ken oh, is yeah. ahead. Dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I love Great that he song. hopped in there and did that. Um, yeah, total total bulk jam. Total bulk jam. But uh, not to digress too much. So the Kendrick joint is coming out. Did everybody see the music video? Yeah. yeah for yeah. Um, what what is it called? Humble. Uh, right? Humble. Yeah. yeah, I watched it after you. What, what, what was your what was your first impression? Let let me tell you guys what I thought when I first heard it. First, hold um, up, nigga, the, hold the, up. Let me the video. Tell you my first impression yeah. first, nigga. Hold up. Uh, look, no, just kidding. Just go ahead. The M is the first letter <laughs> in the show, man. I got. We discussed this, and I'm getting sick and tired of your shit, late. M L S. No, no, I'm kidding. But no, my first impression. My first impression. I mentioned this to people. Is like when I heard it, I immediately thought of like the beat reminded me of like some Project Pat. Mm. Um, three six mafia the, the way yeah. it sounded and then like the aggression and something about the way that kendrick was spitting reminded me of like spice one or mc8 those west coast artists and uh the next thing i noticed obviously is the video like the the song to me it i didn't really care like i didn't i didn't hear it and yeah. say oh my god the whole world is changing but to be honest with you every single His rollout singles. track for the albums uh whether it was backyard freestyle or backseat freestyle I was like, was yo, that, a single? that was the rollout track, the first track he he put out for Good oh, Kid, okay. Mad City, and I was like, yo, Kendrick is rapping aggressive on some like this, is no con concept yeah. to it or anything and like what that. Was the other one, King Kunta. Uh, no, yeah, I, first was the I, I love myself that the yeah. I joint. In both of those tracks, I was like, where is he going with this? Like, what is this? What is this album going to be about? Yeah, his singles aren't usually that reflective right. of the it, album. Exactly, yeah. and there's like when when you listen to those songs back within the context of the whole project, there's a cohesion there that makes it tracks even better and for this song the thing that made me say like oh this track is you know i like this track more than i really do is that the video was ill the video was super dope tde puts out some of the dopest videos yeah, so yeah man well let's not get too deep into it but yeah april 7th we're all looking forward to that and joy badass yeah. And uh, also today or yesterday, Freddie Gibbs also dropped his album, which is I really just downloaded. Dope. But I've been uh, you again. only live twice with and a that's two. Like two two W I C E. People have been doing that a lot. And if y'all listen, I talked about Gibbs' track on the last episode, and it's on this album. And actually, the whole album is kind of around that theme of you know that incident he just recently went through. He gets more in depth to it on some other tracks, and it's real. It's eye-opening, man. It's almost on some grown man shit. He's still yeah. thugging, but it's still like, yeah, I gotta like. Yeah, I saw a video. Uh, I think it's from this project where he's out in the desert. I haven't. I don't usually. Yeah, watch that's that's videos. the one. That's the track he played. Remember, oh, I was sending you was the desert joint. Okay. Yo, yeah. um, let's uh, let's keep rolling for for uh, another minute uh, to to talk about that that situation that just happened with Freddie Gibbs and in uh, in uh, Logic. Did you hear about that? No. Scandal. Well, apparently logic, like the, the light skin the, logic? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um the, the 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 rapper Logic, who's who's fairly good. I, I don't dislike his music. But there was um they both they both put out like their uh, I guess their rollouts for for the new albums and both of them have this similar aesthetic where it's like classical art and it kind of zooms back and it's got like beautiful music going on and both of them it looks very familiar but uh, Freddie Gibbs was like yo uh, shout out shout out to Logic for basically jocking my whole joint mm. and I hope you buy my album. But Logic was like, yo, I've been working on this cover for like six months, so I didn't. It just so happened. It's more of like a. To me, it seems like a more album of a, cover. I, I don't. I don't know if it's the actual album covers. I, I'm not sure, but uh, it, it seemed to me like one of those great mind thinks alike uh, moments that instead, of, instead of sometimes that happens a lot actually, yeah. especially. Well, with movies, I don't know if it's intentional just to like jock somebody's like swag. A, a lot of a lot of movies, they like the production companies find out and they're like, "Yo, we're gonna make yeah, like Dante's a, Inferno," and they're like, "We got volcano." Yeah, or like uh, what <laughs> is Arma it? Armageddon, Armageddon and we Deep, got Deep Impact. Impact. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that's kind of more planned. But this, but I it thought, also it was, happens with music. Indeed, indeed. Too. And this, and and I didn't, you know, I didn't fault Logic for it. Um, I think. I don't know, man, because these dudes, you know, they tour around a lot. You don't know who they're talking to. They yeah. might be talking to the same people yeah. or, like, the people in the industry. It's just, like, like Kanye, or even before Kanye dropped, you know, uh, what was it? The Life of Pablo. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it has, like, that gospel influence on it. 
And then all of a sudden, Chance has like this big gospel influence. And now everybody kind of has like, you know, gospel. Even Gibbs has some gospel samples yeah, on yeah. his album. Yeah. So uh, it's just in the air, I yeah, guess. Yeah, man. Yeah, are, they, are they around? Like, are they around like Kirk Franklin? Are they, you know, <laughs> got, they got the NSA mics on Kirk Franklin? Or do, do we really know what's happening here? Yo, so. isn't Kirk Franklin on Kanye's album, though? Maybe Kirk Franklin's the one that leaked <laughs> the information to Chance, V. Here we are, MLS show. We've got, it's like the WikiLinks, uh, the WikiLeaks. Yo, uh, <laughs> shout out to our next uh, guest on the next episode, Alex Jones. <laughs> right, looking right. Forward to it. Cloudy. Yo, do you want to go first? Or should I go first? Yeah, yeah. So again, I, mean, I know this it's is... like M. Oh, it is. It L- is. I, you know, L L M S maybe. Something? Yeah, yeah. L-S. I think we did that once or twice. But yeah, this is the part <laughs> of the podcast. This is uh, this is the weather report. This is where um, everybody <coughs> that's on the podcast uh, picks a track, and then we we uh, just a track that we're listening to that we like, whether it be new, old, or whatever, and uh, we talk about it a little bit and try to hit people to game about new things that are coming out and whatever. Uh, my track is by a cat named Jid. Uh, off of his new album that just dropped on March 10th called The Never Story. He's uh, he's a young cat from Atlanta. Hey! Uh, he uh, Yeah, he's dope, but he doesn't sound like a, an Atlanta artist. He kind of has like a, I don't want to say effeminate, but he sounds a little bit like a mixture between uh, Kendrick at times, mm. Anderson Pack, and uh, yeah, he's just super dope on this track. It's produced by J. Cole because he's with Dreamville. Okay. He's one of their artists, and he, he messes around with some cats that I'm really feeling right now. Um, Earth Gang, Spillage Village, Word. and they've got a track on here. But the track that I chose is called, um, gosh, what is the name of it? Uh, Lauder. Lauder. And it's like four minutes, and it's just him rapping. He busts a couple styles, uses a lot of literary devices. My man can spit. So let's go ahead and bump that for a little bit. Like, like where he really goes in is towards the end of the track, but it's like hard all the way through. Can we turn that down just a little bit? Okay, I told motherfuckers I was sick as a yeah. bitch. The dope is dope, you smoke wrong, get you a whip. Watch how these niggas flip the script with the flick of their wrist. So the lyricists don't exist like my flow is a myth. Yeah, this is cold. Yeah. I heard a little bit of it before. This is the last track off the album, and he just, he just goes in. Um, you know how old he is? I want to say that the, he's, he's real young. I want to say like he's like early 20s, maybe. Uh, not positive. Actually, it's, it's weird, man. I was trying to... Um, I was trying to get a hold of the album a couple ways, and like, uh, it's, it's not like none of the tracks are really on on YouTube, so nobody's like ripping and putting them on YouTube. Only the the real releases, the videos that he has, and uh, he's just a real down to earth kid. You know, he's talking about a lot of real things. It's, it's not just kind of misogyny, drug culture, uh, raps, real. You know, in the tradition of like Outkast from Atlanta, like real raps, styling, you know, uh, authenticity, originality, and he's just well, those dudes. I, I don't know Spinach Village that well, but Earth Gang, like, they're a lot more intelligent than college, college, college educated college. dudes from Atlanta who just yeah. wreck and and this whole album he he goes through a lot of styles he does he does some singing on this too like you know not not like Mariah Carey type of singing harmonize. a lot of cats been singing yeah. on, on, on on the hooks and in a lot of different parts but this is this is probably my second my second favorite I mean my first favorite track on the album and I haven't even had a lot of time to, to take it all in because I just got it the other day um, but yeah let's you wanna let it ride yeah let it, let, let's let it ride and we'll skip Surveyed over my brothers, you tug them, you kill me. Can't get close to none of us. They still double dribble. We going for triple doubles. Triple up on your investment. Fucking with us. You probably have to rock that best shit. Fucking with us. Wait. Okay, I tell motherfuckers I was sick as a bitch. The last verse on this is the one that really kills it though. But uh, I'll leave that to y'all to find, man. Just get with it. There's a strong tide of really talented artists from Atlanta who are not doing the future thing. And and this is like real lyricism. Um, Earth Gang is continuously compared to Outcast, which is which is off. But the the comparison is that they're both they both have unique styles. They both style and they both got that Atlanta flavor. Yeah, you can see the clear lineage from from Outkast, but you know they, you can't make another Outkast. It's impossible. Like, but, but the comparisons are the comparisons are valid to the point that it's two cats over dope beats doing dope raps, and this cat is associated with them too. Spillage Village, um, Earth Gang, and this cat uh, Jid. 
J I D, the never story. Get with that. Yeah, J I D, like yeah. period. Yeah. Like yeah. Good shit. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm next. Yes. Yo, my track. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna let it run first, and then I'm gonna come in with it. Yeah, man, so I start looking out the window. I see gun store, gun store, liquor store, gun store. So this is like Chappelle Are you taking me? Yeah, man. Uh-huh, yeah. Yo, it's funny you brought that up, man. Is this track immediately recognizable to anybody? Oh, it's off of the Chappelle Show joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I hear it now. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I know this beat. <laughs> uh, recently, Chappelle dropped his two Netflix specials, and this was the intro theme to one of them. Yeah, yeah. the and second one. Like, yeah, yeah. The fr- and when I heard, it, I was like, Yo, this is so yeah. dope. Yeah. So I, I looked it I up. I think when I was when I was watching that, I messaged Mark. I was like, Yo, I really like his music selection for both these specials. <laughs> yeah, like the, <laughs> the other joint was is, Dilla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Dilla. Yeah, man. So it's like uh, this is Talib Kweli featuring Rhapsody. Oh, shout out to Rhapsody. What was his three called? Every ghetto. Yeah, man. No doubt. I just wrote her little blurb last night. Good, good, good. Uh, well, yep. I don't know, man. A couple episodes ago, I played a track. Uh, it was called I forget, like every slave or new slave. We no slaves, no slaves. And it kind of has the same kind of bounce. I'm, I'm, I'm on like a real uh, like a African gospel kind of. Uh, what's the dude's name? From, Kirk Franklin. <laughs> like a Peter Simon or without. Is that his name? Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Paul Simon yeah, yeah, yeah. Without Paul Simon in it. Like, yeah, I'm on that shit. Yeah, some yeah. Paul Simon uh, l- later in his career really got into the kind of yeah he, like, like the traveled world to Africa music, br- yeah. the world music yeah Yo, maybe sh- exploity but maybe we'll save that for a different episode yeah yeah she's got diamonds on the bottom of her shoes but yeah like I like that like kind of I don't know it just sounds real soul like not soul like soulful James Brown or like church music it, it just hits me like that yeah. kind of like the chants and the call and response I, I, yeah I, earlier when we were talking about um, when you were recording the track into the to the SP, um, I was doing that Bumaye Ali, and that's yeah. kind of what it gives me. It kind of gives me that kind of uplifting, very yeah. kind of powerful, like get it done, come together type of Word. feeling. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know why it elicits that feeling for me, but that's that's kind of what I get. Word. Plus, uh, the bars are nice. Rhapsody kills this shit. Talib also does his thing. I'd like to hear Rhapsody though uh, for a second if you can. Yeah, most of. How you get away with murder? Be a cop and just kill us. Yo, yo, and speaking of of Rhapsody, be on the lookout for an article that we got coming out through our Writing Collective Word for Word. Um, We're going to be talking about some of the unsung heroines in hip-hop. We probably have about 12, 15 artists on there who are just dope female MCs. Good looking, good looking. All right, yeah, no doubt. So so be on the lookout for that. We're going to talk about Rhapsody on there a little bit. You hear a little bit here, and she's just one of the doper female M- uh, excuse me not female uh women women mcs yeah. and uh I was she ain't into that no, trap last night yeah we can't use female no more like that man it's inappropriate and problematic <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah. on that tip you know yeah. what i mean but yeah shout out to talib and uh rhapsody and dave Chappelle. right on. every ghetto no doubt blah, blah, blah. so Thanks. let's uh let's get on to uh to dallinger's joint sure sure right on yeah man uh you know you just hit me up recently uh, admittedly i was kind of scrambling to pick what i was going to uh play for you all today but i just thought i'd just keep it true and and uh i looked in my, looked into my recent purchases see what i picked up recently shout out to buying music yeah yeah um <laughs> who does that uh, i o- don't old people old people <laughs> yeah no doubt right <laughs> um yeah, but uh, this is a, a, a local uh, cat, pretty local. He's residing down in Kanagawa. His name, he goes by Tajima Hall. Oh, um, oh this is a Japanese cat. Yeah, he's a he's a producer uh, out here. Um, I, I would say kind of in a certain corner of the underground here. He's definitely one of the more notable artists of late. Uh, I'm late. Of late. Hey, that, <laughs> he's your seat, son. You got a little <laughs> half a knee. Wait, I yeah, just yeah. Said I didn't have so... So this is just the first track off of uh, his uh, his recent release called Fine Selections, and uh, from what I can gather, it's just kind of a, a collection of random tracks. Uh, maybe you know, maybe his B sides. That's the kind of feeling I have. It's kind of things he had sitting around, but it made for a really nice compilation. Um, in general, I really like his style because he's he's quite minimalistic, but he always brings a really really nice vibe, really good. 
uh, selections of samples. Like just you know, he's got a he, great ear. For yeah, samples. he has a good, great ear for samples. Um, it's it's really loop based. He doesn't chop things up a lot. You know, again minimalistic, but always nice. I really enjoy listening to it. Yeah, yeah. Yo, this may be ignorant, but Japanese beat makers are like some of the dopest beat makers, man. Oh yeah, like, I feel so like everybody's got their own flavor, like the UK or other parts of Europe. I don't really know about South America or other places that much, but Japanese beat makers really seem to be in the style of like either Adilla or Pete Rock, and they yeah. just like rock out, and then they get like extra grimy with it sometimes, just like really dusty. Yeah. yeah, it's really good, yeah. really dope. And we we wrote about Taji Mahal in that article we wrote for Word for Word about the. 10. Oh, is he on the list? Yeah, he's on the list. He's oh, he's Lord. he's phenomenal. I've seen him perform a lot of times. Seems to be a nice guy too. I haven't spoken to him as much as uh as as D, but uh, yeah, he's dope. Everybody should check him out for sure, especially if you if you like beat music because he has yeah. a great ear, yeah. man. He's, he's dope. A, yeah, yeah. You should get him on the you, pod sometime. You can find you can find that latest collection though on uh, he has it on Bandcamp. Um, I th- I know he had like a limited cassette release with that. It's probably sold out by now, but uh, yeah. yeah, fine selections. Taji Mahal on Bandcamp. What was the name of that track? Uh, that track was called Magic Mirror. It's the intro track to the record, yeah. Dope. Dope. Mm. All right, next up, Kinsuke. We got your pick. You want me to run it? Yep. Ten. Oh, my bad. Hey. Yo, this is Thriller, right? This is that new Ice Cube. Lethal Injection 2. Oh, this is Kirk Franklin. Here we go. <laughs> hey. uh, I think everybody recognizes this joint, man. Yeah. By the time, by the time that y'all listen to this podcast, this album will be out. So. Yeah, we spoke on this a little bit. Yo, yo, Ken, do you want to talk about this a little bit? Why you picked it? Um, yeah, actually, uh, I got this song a few days ago, so, uh, so I, I, I just, I just want to listen, and uh, yeah. Word. You know, a lot of people say that the second part of the track is what they like, like the beat change, but I really enjoy this first part of the track a lot. Really? Yes, I do. Uh, this right here, just... I, I gotta admit, that's, that first beat change, that second beat is my favorite. Is this, the, second beat is is this the track four? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, this is the, what is this called? For, the Heart. The Heart. The Heart. The heart. The heart. The, the heart. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I haven't heard this one yet, man. Oh, I, yeah, I, I was... I, I kind of passed through my feet. I, I heard the, the video track that he put, Humble, mm. but I haven't heard this yet so nice yeah i like this um this a lot of people are speculating exactly who he is going at on this because he definitely is filled with some type of feeling some kind of way and people are saying either drake or big sean and most people are leaning towards big sean but yeah are you aware that maybe he's battling someone on this track yeah um yeah i checked uh lyrics um yeah um maybe uh, to Drake, yeah, mm. yeah, Drake, Drake or Big Sean are are the the, the the people that everybody's saying he's he might be coming at. Um, I would love, I, I think, kind of Big Sean is a little bit beneath him to to have a rollout track for this. Um, but I would I would love to see him go at you know Canada's greatest pop star. Yeah. <laughs> the second I thought you said I would love to see him go at cannabis. Bringing the battle. Right, uh, right. Twelfth round knockout. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. Nah, this is this is so. The, there's so much fire on this, and actually, both of the tracks, humble even, is like aggressive. You know what I mean? And so, like, I'm wondering how the album's gonna sound. Uh, seven, like seven days. Be different than anything. It's gotta be. I, I just can't see him really putting out an album just about dizzy people but i'm expecting him to spit at the entire music industry to talk about a lot of the shenanigans that go on shenanigans a lot of the things going on in the music industry people ghostwriting people just talking out the neck and and a lot of you know the drug culture stuff i, I think he's really gonna get at people on this album now man he's like a notable what is it like Noteworthy or whatever. Yeah, he, he's definitely. I, 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 Do you usually listen to Kendrick? Kendrick? Yeah. What about like uh, Drake or Big Sean? Yeah. You like those I have been listening. Who, who do you listen to or who do you prefer more? Uh, um, prefer? Do you, yeah, who do you like, like more, more than. Um. 
world is going mad, daddy. You're sad, daddy. Mm. My only advice going get Drake or Kendrick. Let's let's leave it that. Drake or Kendrick. Uh, Kendrick. Oh, thank God you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, you know. Yeah, I like I like Kendrick. I think Kendrick, um, in terms of in terms of social impact and just skill and talent, I think Kendrick is at the top of the. He's he's the king. He's the king of hip hop right now in terms of sales. Uh, not not not. I'm talking about the culmin. No, the, I'm just talking about the culmination of artistry and who's great right now. Um, just you know, art, artistry, originality, impact. Uh, Either you know, him or Chance, influence. Man. Him or Chance. I, I don't think Chance, Chance might is, be on the album. I heard. Chance, Chance, um, Chance is moving up, but Kendrick has three, what what I consider like probably the the Uh-oh. three of the best albums oh, have okay. come out. Three of the best albums that have come out in in, in the two thousands in in the odds. That first joint is really good, but the the second, the latter two are. Yeah, flames. those are those are flames. Yeah, incredible albums, and what? they're so different. When I recently heard the humble track, um, I was a little, I was taken aback from you know from the last one. Um, so much went into the production of the last one. It seems like he's kind of like you know scaling back a little bit again this time. Yeah, it seems. And, and it's it's cool, but you know I I, did, I was curious like is he gonna keep that like super. In, intensive, intricate production with live musicians, yeah. or is he, is he going to bring yeah. it back to like Shout more traditional, you know, more traditional hip hop production? Which it seems he's doing this time. Yeah. And, and that that that's kind of that's kind of something that was interesting to me as well. That he kind of went back to you know he don't got a bass player on this track or, mm-hmm. or you know something like that. It's not as it's not as um, uh, I don't want to say musical, but there there's not the live instrumentation kind of layering that there so was far on. The, we've heard the, two tracks from, from yeah. the two tracks and and it, it to me I, I get a little worried because i hold kendrick to such a high regard that if his album comes out and it doesn't hit me like you know if it just doesn't do something for me in the same way the last two did it, it's it's going to bother me but you know well, when yeah, you're was, an artist pushing pushing the genre forward the way he is and pushing music and his artistry like you know, eventually you make that dangerous album where you grabbing your crotch on the top of a car for five minutes, and then you gotta get Eddie Murphy in the next video. Well, I was thinking the same <laughs> you know thing, I mean? like, like, uh, cause of the single, I was like, yeah, this is good, it's okay, but it's not like you know, some of the best tracks off right. of the Pimp a Butterfly. But yeah. then I remember, I came out, and then King Kunta came out after that, and those also didn't really move me until I heard them within the context of the whole album yeah yeah yeah. he makes really um all of his work except for the untitled unmastered i think Mm. is really cohesive Mm. and there there's kind of a larger arcing like a arching story that that pervades through the entire album so and even that joint arguably there's like there's like something on there's like something threads it together like the pimp pimp yeah hooray like that comes together towards the end of the album it's yeah so you know by the time the by the times our fans l- listen to this, then you our know fans? it's gonna yeah. Well, what do we call them? We the stars. We have, we haven't Tanakas. figured that out yet. Tanaka, <laughs> Tanaka, oh, we did Tanakas, figure out that the Tanakas. Tanakas. Yeah, our fans we might we might be calling y'all the Tanakas. <laughs> I forgot about but, Tanaka. but yeah, by the time by the time it comes out, hopefully you know that that Kendrick album will blow everybody's mind, and then we'll have to talk about it for the next month or so. Word, that's the weather report. Let's uh, take a let's take a break for sure. Commercial break. Bow bow. Shaquille O'Neal, aka Jack Shaquille Bounty Hunter, enforcer of justice. Great hand, great hand. Registered. Legal weapon. Like what? Size twenty. Registered. This is your target. Introducing Shaq Fu. Yo, welcome back. MLS with our guest, DJ Kensuke. Yeah. About to get into our conversation topic of today. Different kinds of rooms, uh, venues, hip-hop rooms, like a... Well, basically, we're going to talk about how are they different or what's the feel of each one. If you're not aware, Tokyo has so many venues, like more like more than yeah. I've ever seen yeah. ever in my whole life. And, and people would just perform anywhere. We've been to shows that were at like restaurants. Yeah, definitely. Stuff, so. I've been to shows like 
outside <laughs> like just anything like speakeasy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and i love i love the the approach for speakeasy if if you're if you're a new listener and you don't know what speakeasy is it's an event that um it's put together by like sarasa why don't, you, why, don't sarasa. You us, why don't you tell us about it since you uh founded by dj sarasa brooklyn terry and also dj congo kango but i'm not sure he's not really uh, a part of it anymore uh it's a monthly kind of I, I always say it's like a dance party, but I think they like to refer to it as a vibe-out party. But I always say it's like, you know, just good vibes, uh, dance music, mostly black dance music, like house, uh, hip-hop, funk, Brazilian jazz. Like, they just run the gamut with that shit. So, yeah, it's like, so we have like a speakeasy where people come mainly to dance. Yeah. Most people come to dance or to listen to the music. Something to interact, but it's not, you know, it's not like a club. Speakeasy doesn't happen in a club. A lot of times we're outside, there are kids around. Yeah. Uh, people are breaking or, like, doing, like, new style hustle. So it's, like, that I've kind of energy. i like salsa, tango dancing. Yeah. There. And, like and that's, that. that's one thing I really love about Speakeasy. The, the first one I went to was on a rooftop in Odaiba. Mm. But the one that I really enjoyed was last summer. It was at Commune 4246, four, yeah, and they, that's like open air. There's a bunch of different people serving food, and the DJs are playing. There's a huge multiple dance circles with people doing all styles of dancing. That's one of my favorite rooms. That's one of my favorite places to go and experience music. Yeah, man, it's I just mean, good energy, right? Yeah, that's, that's really dope. So like that, as opposed to Kinsuke earlier, you were talking about you used to play a gig in Rapongi. Mm-hmm. Every Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Last year. Last year. So how how was that room? Yeah. It was like a lounge. Yeah, kind of lounge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of seats. And, but yeah. Do people dance in there, or is it just kind of chill? <sighs> they have a small uh, dance hall, but uh, a space, mm-hmm. but uh, they can't because uh, Japanese law. Oh. That's yeah. right. Ah. That is right. Yeah, it used to be illegal yeah, they, to do they dancing. Can't, they, right. they couldn't run uh, as a venue club with so, dancing. Yeah. Sure. Oh, for uh, for those not in the know, there was a law. Um, was it all of Tokyo or just this area? I think it was all the Kanto area, right? Yeah, where they they basically outlawed dancing, like after World War Two, or I think. Yeah. It was kind of like to restrict like gang activity, but it was a weird law that wasn't really enforced unless they wanted to enforce it to like shut down, Mm -hmm. you know, certain clubs or venues or something. And maybe around the 80s, in the 80s, Mm. uh, there was an accident, a big uh, mirror ball. Oh, like a disco ball? Yeah, a disco ball. Oh, really? Fell. Yeah, and uh, maybe uh, some people Fifteen did, people did. died. Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. So, okay, so that, that was kind of like... But somebody died, really? No, yeah. forcing it. Oh, that wow. That was part of the, the stigma. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you get yo, slices, disco kills glass, like, yo, <laughs> disco is dead, and so are people that dance <laughs> under disco balls. That's, that's pretty interesting. Um, what what about you know I haven't done a lot of clubbing out here a lot of the big the big spots like um, Womb and Harlem. Yo, and can, can we talk I about Womb for a yeah, second? Yeah, let's do. Uh, that's why I want. Let's talk about the the bigger venues now because uh, a bit different from that lounge and bigger than Speakeasy, but like people come to dance, but it's definitely a different vibe. And have you been to Womb, Mega? Yes. Dollinger, have you been to Womb? We went together. That was at Womb, huh? The deal, yeah, I've the only DLT. been there once. I've heard, I mean, I've heard, I've heard about that venue for years, and there have been many of things that I've thought about going to. Just uh, been there once. <laughs> very famous venue. You may have seen it in um, Lost in Translation or uh, Babel. There's some scene shot in Womb. The sound system's uh, famously uh, amazing, one yeah. of the best Indeed. ever. But we we know it as spectators or as audience, like like people coming in to the club but Kinsuke you've performed at Womb right? Womb? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah not uh, uh, Big Womb uh, maybe the small, up, upstairs yeah oh, okay. the, the upstairs room off to the side yeah. but how how is the crowd at Womb hmm? different from maybe like a speakeasy crowd or tonight you're playing Trump Room so how is the crowd different 
from womb yeah, to like these uh, places. Uh, like speakeasy crowd uh, uh, from uh, children to yeah. uh, everybody, I, all, ages. all ages, all ages. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I gotta play. I gotta play some cream stuff. Clean. Yeah, ah. yeah. Mm, that time uh, uh, when I was playing uh, for uh, Speakeasy, I, I, I was playing uh, a French Kiss, oh. uh, Lil Roy's House Classics. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, that song is like... Oh, with the... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 I remember <laughs> that. Also, <laughs> 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 some loads. Yeah, yeah. A mistake, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there... Is there um, do people do a lot of dancing at Womb? Is it a real yeah. big dance spot? Like yeah. Yeah. But not like it. The crowd responds to the music pretty well and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they do like the, what is it called? Like the take. Take. Like take. No, where they just like jump up and down like this. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Because they look like fucking uh, bamboo shoots. Hmm. At least that's what I heard. Uh, another, another one of the big venues that I actually like a lot um, is Sound Museum Vision. But I, I don't like Sound Museum Vision for the entire mm. venue because the big the, the front big room is honestly kind of terrible. Honestly, Vision probably has the best events. They get the best they get all the artists to come out. That's why I go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but yeah, that big room is not my favorite. But the deep space room is the dark really room. Yeah, yeah I, I like uh, yeah um, dark room and. Mm. Uh, yeah, smaller, yeah. kind of closer yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, more compact. Yo, when I went to see, uh, I think Joey Badass was performing. Oh shit! Of course, he's in the main room, and then in the back they had like Melly Mel. Melly fucking Mel was in the back room, and it was more than like seventy five percent empty. Oh man! It was ridiculous, and he was oh. killing it, man. Yeah, like it was crazy. It was crazy. I like that. I like that spot. But generally, most of the places that I go to and the type of shows that I go to, you're not you're not really going to find me at a club. Definitely not going to be in Rapungi. A lot of the the beat shows and the events I go to are in like very small, mm. very small venues. That you know, um, most of the people there know each other. You know, these these tiny events, and that's usually where I go to with uh, with Dallinger. And uh, I prefer those kind of shows. You know, um, I kind of like to be able to talk to people that I go to the place with. And when you go to that's where know, we, f- well, not first, but where we really solidified. Yeah. yeah. And um, what was what was that spot in your Yogi? We went to some show, and you met my Ants. my dude, Ants. Ants in mm-hmm. your Yogi. Yeah, Ants. Yeah. Ants is times. Ants is the shit. Yeah, like I uh, think it's uh, it's a big it's a big uh, da- it's a place for it's like a dance studio. A lot yeah, of the part, probably. part-time. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, I've been to a couple of good shows there. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, they'll turn a bar, they'll turn, like, a, a random street Coffee corner. shop. Yeah, into a venue. Yeah, and, and all, yeah. That is, all that is all that is real cool, man. Where, where do you like to perform at, Ken? Um, uh, oh. Big 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 shows or small shows? Yeah, uh, uh, any shows uh, I really... Uh, like, uh, but now I, I my gigs almost uh, kind of lounge and small venue, but uh, sound system is uh, good. Good, so. like mm. you know, have you been to uh, DJ Bar Bridge? Uh, yes, yeah, I love Bridge. That's my jam. That's my that's one of my favorite places to go to. Mm-hmm. Right, right there next to Scramble. Yeah, man, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right by the train track. I have yeah. m- my uh, my gig. Um, Bi-weekly, uh, oh, m- Monday. Yo. Yeah, next Monday. I would love. I see Monday my is round. a bad night for me, but yeah, I need to come out there and check Yo, it out because it's like I'm my favorite. That's my favorite spot. I'm about to live right by there, my nigga. I'm finna drop through every now and oh, then. I'm a little son. bit upset with you now, just because you're close. <laughs> and so yeah, that's so. Dope. Bridge has a good sound system. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Work. Yeah, great music. Whenever I have somebody coming into town, um, I usually bring them to Bridge. Cause oh really? It's mm-hmm. got a great view. They always have dope DJs there. Like, um, what's his name? Yagi. Uh, uh Shotaro. Yeah, my a, man. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of dope uh, DJs that come in there, play great music. There's one cat that was playing like breaks all night, and you know, coming from that b-boy background, that's I was loving the whole joint, and um, you know, because of course that encapsulates like funk and all these other genres. Yeah. And I, I love Bridge, and you're there twice twice uh, twice a month every other yeah. week. Yeah. 
cool, man. Have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure we'll bring that up again during the weather forecast. Yeah. But, but Monday, yeah, Monday. it's so hard to get. Yeah, 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 we'll make it work, son. Yo, remember I told you <laughs> my dude Scott? Um, that's the that's the place I brought him to. Ah, uh, where when he first the came stuff out. happened? Yeah, he lost his um he lost his iPad there. Mm. We got a little too turned up. I there. didn't even hear that tangent. Yeah, we were at bridge. Yeah. We we're at bridge. Man, yeah, great yeah. bar, great bar. That's, I guess uh, you know, good sound as you mentioned. Uh, Kinsuke, that's you know Tokyo is renowned for that though. It's I think as far as uh, big cities around the world, Tokyo has uh, probably the best sound in general as far as sound systems. O- overall, yeah, yeah, it's renowned for that. Yeah, cool. So, um, any anything else about that we need to talk about rooms? I mean, no, I like, think we hit it. Like, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to get a feel with like somebody who knows a lot of different rooms. Yo. Well, maybe I'll save that for the interview. Yeah, yeah, let's let's move on. All right, cool. Um, rooms. Let us know what you think about what what venues are dope out here. Uh, all of our Tanakas get at us and let us know if you like Batica or if you got you know uh, emphysema from chilling out in some of these some of these venues. Yo, so, and if you do not get at shout us, shout out to uh, Heavy Six Zero. I, yeah. I damn near got emphysema. Right, he got oh really? Yeah. Wow, that place gets yeah. smoky. I love that place. Oh, wow. Upstairs room yeah. again. That's a it's a small room, the, but sounds Nakano, nice. Right? But man. Oh, can't come about four o'clock in the morning. I I was smoking a cigarette to smoke less smoke. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do I do have one question for mm-hmm. Kinsuke. Mm-hmm. Like uh like those beat shows we talk about, like where Bugseed or like Ilsugi plays, like Heavy Six Zero mm-hmm. or Ants and Yoyogi. Do you do you go to those venues? Perform at those kind of places? Heavy Six Zero or like that's Nakano Ants, like yeah. Buddha Monks kind of shows. Ah. Uh, Never been there. Okay. But, 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 yeah. uh, do you know uh, Unity? Uh, non, uh, In Daikanyama? Yeah. 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 Uh, non Unity. Uh, Saloon? Uh, same? Oh, mm-hmm. no, I don't know that. I haven't been there, but I think I've heard of Yo, it. Yo, before we throw, before you throw off the tangent of rooms real quick, I want to bring it back a little bit. Uh, Tokyo Legendary Room, Kinsuke. wonder if you ever went there. Yellow. Did you yeah, ever yeah, yeah, Yellow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. tell us. I don't know anything about yeah, Yellow. I, don't know. I used to go there. Yeah, Yellow is probably one of the most legendary clubs, rooms. Uh, it was cl- It's close to Roppongi. In 2001, my first time uh, I came to Japan, uh, I linked up with this dude, uh, DJ Chikashi. Chikashi. Do you know Chikashi? He, I think uh, he moved out of Tokyo mm-hmm. probably 10 years ago, but he was pretty involved in the scene back then. He brought us through, got us in. Uh, I saw uh, this... Uh, Actually, that night there was DJ spinning, but also a really great jazz pianist that was associated with the uh, social, you know, or the uh, Univista Social Club. This guy, Roberto Francesco, I think his name was. Francesco. And uh, yeah, but that's one of the more legendary rooms I've Yeah, one of my favorite rooms. It's been closed down now eight years, not 10 years, something like that. Uh, Yeah, they. They, they changed, changed the name in the, uh, to 11. 11. 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have. I, I've heard I used of 11. Have, yeah. I used to have. One? Yeah. Not, like, I remember when I first came to Tokyo, I was looking for good spots, and people were like, oh, 11. But it was like old posts. Yeah. But yeah, that shit. Yeah. 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 I used Where, to. Uh, no. Anna, you're good. I used, I used to, to have uh, my own party, uh, 11. Nice. Oh, okay. Nice. Word. Yeah. The last day uh, of 11, so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Cool right. shit, man. Yo, RIP uh, Yellow 11, RIP Ju- Juliet's, Julian, do you know what I'm talking Julia's? No. RIP Quarter Pounder. Japan. <laughs> 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 RIP All winner, right. nigga, die slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Joe, let's take, a, let's take a commercial break. Yeah.
All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, again, we have a special guest with us today, DJ Kensky yeah. from Tokyo. He's been doing it for a long time, and right now we are about to interview him and find out a little bit about his history in DJing and thoughts on Tokyo and also thoughts on other things. So uh, why don't you go ahead and get us uh, get us started, Blake? Yo, uh, first question I'd like to ask, are you from Tokyo? No, I'm from, uh, I was born in Hokkaido. Oh, word. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Hakodate City. Oh, Hakodate, nice. represent. Damn, man. That's what's up. How long have you been in Tokyo? Uh, when I was 18, uh, yeah, to go to a uh, university. And so, you've, you've been here ever since? Yeah. About 20 years. Uh, no, yeah, I'm now 38. Right on, right on. And how long have you been DJing? Um, when I was uh, uh, 17, 16, 17, yeah. Cool. Yeah, high school student. Mm. So you started in Hokkaido? Yeah. Cool. What? How, Go ahead. How's the scene in Hokkaido? Um, uh, yeah, maybe around uh, 95. Uh, there is no record store. Uh, uh, we gotta buy uh, uh, records uh, from Tokyo. Yeah, mail, mail order. Yeah, mail order. Oh, yeah, wow. uh, every every week. Every uh, week. Yeah. You would have a I used to, <laughs> package. Yeah. What? I used, what genre of music got you into DJing? Um, you house, hip hop, hip hop. Right on. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But yep. no long. Uh, oh, yeah. At that time, uh, the Hakodate uh, is, is a small town. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, young people like uh, like us. Mm-hmm. It's like even uh, high school student. Uh, we used to uh, go to. Uh, club and drinking alcohol. No ID check. Yeah, right, I, heard, right, I heard it used right. to be kind of loosey-goosey like that back in the days. <laughs> loosey-goosey. Yeah. What, what, um, what hip-hop did you like uh, yeah. back then? Do you, uh, like, do you remember your first yeah, record? Wu-Tang Clan and... Uh, uh, no, uh, I bought maybe Black Sheep. Oh, oh right on. Word. Nice. Shout uh, out to Drez. Uh, with, without a doubt. Nice, nice. Hey. Is that the one with the uh, with the track? Uh, I I, th- I dreamt I was hard. Oh, God. Woke up, didn't choke up, saw my AK. It was broke. No, I'm not uh, even gonna start doing it. No, that's the old one. But, but, uh, yeah, I like I uh, I used to uh, listen Mob Deep and uh, Book and Clip. Book and Clip. Yeah. On final. Yeah. Right on. And uh, what made you want to move to Tokyo? Just for university, and it's yeah, a big ju- city. Yeah, for university. But you said you also spent time in America uh, for university. No, uh, just short time, right? Yeah, Humble, right? Yeah, yeah, just one month for oh. uh, language program. Oh, okay. In Humboldt, California. Yep. Did you do any DJing out there? No, cause. <laughs> Maybe around 2000, there is no Cerrado. Uh, <laughs> so you couldn't bring no vines. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's hard to bring crates. <laughs> and, and since you've been spinning, how, how is your setup now? Do you still spin vinyl or are you using Cerrado, digital only? Uh, sometimes I uh, kind of uh, vinyl party. Mm. Uh, uh, sometimes I uh, play some uh, old vinyls, but almost. I use my laptop and yeah, Serato now. Yeah, it's yeah. easier to travel. So, when you do a vinyl show, do you carry it on the train or do you have a car or yeah, cab? Cab? Yeah, because yeah. it's too heavy to take around, yeah. right? That's the biggest problem with vinyl. It's too heavy. Mm. So, um, what kind of shows are you doing now? What 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 type uh, of events do you perform and what type of music uh, do you play? Almost lounge. Uh, so I have uh, every uh, Wednesday, uh, do you know, Megaoka. Uh, no. 
Is that near uh, Kimogaoka? Shimokitazawa, Odakiru okay, Line. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Mm. Uh, two, s- two stops two s- from yeah, Shimokitazawa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, small town, but uh, on Wednesdays. Yeah, every Wednesday, I gotta play uh, for five hours. Oh, okay. hours. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Uh, do you have another job or are you full time DJ? Yeah, I have a uh, main job. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you gave me a card one time. Yeah. Uh, what What's that job? Um, uh, photo studio. But I, I, I'm working uh, in, uh, yeah, kind of uh, call center. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. Uh, how many How many times a week do you uh, DJ? Uh, two or three. Two or three. Ah, nice. So it's like Re- regular gigs. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah, like I a lost. Residency. I lost. I just lost. Uh, gig, gig in Roppongi. Oh, fuck them niggas, man. But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck those cats. Yeah. So you you're doing Mondays and Wednesdays right now? Yeah, and uh, sometimes yeah, uh, and uh, I'm playing doing uh, uh, the microcosmos. Uh, sounds like familiar. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Microcos- is, uh, is that an, a venue? Yeah. Uh, can w- it, uh, where is that? It's not in Nakame, is it? Um, Shibuya. Same company. Um, Vision. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've I, heard the name. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I do know that spot, but I I may have not ever went in there. Nah, I haven't been either. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in in terms of in terms of DJing, who are some of your influences? Were they American yeah. DJs or American DJ, like uh, Stretch Armstrong, DJ Mark Ronson? Oh wow! Uh, yeah, Clark Kent, uh, Maori Mao. Love this guy, man. So Bring not it back, yeah. That's dope, man. That kind of reflects not so much like the super scratch heavy DJs, but more like selectors. Yeah, yeah. 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 Funk Master Flex. Hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he was, he was hot back in the day. <laughs> were, you, were you a fan of any uh, of the big Japanese DJs that made it to the United States, like Honda or Crush, or who else is another? Um, DJ Mitsu we, we, the we Beats. You mentioned Moreau earlier. Moreau. Yeah. Mitsu yeah. the Beats has been around for a minute or two. Yeah. So, um, when I was young, I, actually, I'm not, uh, I was not interested in some Turn. Under, underground. Uh, no. Uh, what can I say? Mm. Yeah. Uh, like. Uh, if, you, if you, anytime you can use Japanese, that's fine. I uh, know. Yeah. Uh, so, I used to listen to some, uh, like, Mainstream, yeah, yeah, main, yeah like Rockefeller, uh, yeah. Diplomats, um, of course, Mob Deep. You mentioned so more of the mainstream East Coast hip hop. Yeah. Did you like any West Coast like uh, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre? Yeah, of yeah. course. Of mostly, course. so mostly just like a mainstream yeah. hip hop. Okay. Do you have a famous favorite artist? Um, now no. Back in the day, uh, sure. Let's start back in the yeah, day. Like, in the who, day. who did you like in the nineties? Um, Smith Wesson. Hey. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. book and click. Did you did see? Did you go to the show? Yeah. No, it was good. You did you go? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I just yeah, saw man. it on Instagram. I was like, what? I wouldn't. I sent it to him. I sent it to him. I was like, Yo, did you know? Do is one of my favorite albums, son. Thanks for the invite, <laughs> B. I, you know, I thought. L L L. That's the new show, son. L L All late. All late. <laughs> I'm real I'm real sad right now because I would have went to that show. We were talking about it and we were just know. like, Man. I don't think we knew each other back then. Oh, 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 an older one. We no, just, re- just recently there was a record release party for Tech. Oh, yeah. Tech that, yeah. I didn't go to that. Yeah. I didn't okay, go to okay. That. Yeah, I didn't catch it. I just saw it on Instagram. I was like, whoa, I didn't even know. Yo, the, same, the same shorty that hits me up about like all the shows that we missed. She's the one that told me about uh, that show. Too. Okay. She's up on her shit, man. Well, what about in the 2000s? Uh, who did you like? Uh, Jay Z and uh, Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. Hey. What's your favorite Jay Z album um, or song? Uh, hot, uh, hot question. Uh, he's he's got a big catalog. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Well, do you like old Jay-Z or new Jay-Z? Uh, I love uh, old Jay-Z. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. But now... Mm. <laughs> Yo, if y'all could have seen <laughs> the face he made. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Yo, uh, I got a question, like, as Dollinger just said, like, you remind me of more like a selector kind of DJ. Like, I'm, I always remember, like, uh, uh, Kinsuke played at the Maceo show at Speakeasy, and he dropped this uh, Catronada track, and when he did, everybody was just like, everybody kind of knew it was, well, they I heard it. it coming, but when it dropped, it was just like, oh, shit, yeah. and it just, like, got the energy really going. Yeah. Like, how, how do you know what track? It's good next uh, reading or, the crowd. Yeah. yeah I, I always cop uh, on internet and uh, yeah. uh, and also uh, I gotta play like, you know, in the, at the lounge I gotta play uh, different type uh, of music so mm. uh, not only hip-hop I gotta play mm. some uh, house, and more electronic, jazz, uh, soul, funk, sure. sometimes rock. Yeah. Do you have a favorite genre of music that you like to play, like a full set of funk or a full set of hip hop? Yeah, uh, of course hip hop, but uh, sometimes, sometimes bored. So I, <laughs> I need, I need uh, yeah, like. I used to have a uh, deep house party, uh, oh, okay. old deep house and dance classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I love it. So you're I very love. versatile. Yeah. Iro, Iro. Yeah. Various. D. Dollinger coming through with the translations over <laughs> here. <laughs> Don't need Marvel, son. <laughs> we all need Marvel. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, what, what do we have any other questions for him? Do you guys want to hear anything? Uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you have to go, and uh, we just want to thank you for coming out to uh, to sit with us and, and deal with our shenanigans. Yo, ma- mainly I just want to say like like honestly, not just gassing you up because you're in the studio. Like when I first met you at that Maceo show, I was just like, yo, this dude is so dope. Like thank you. one of the best DJs I've seen ever, not just in Tokyo, but ever. And then you just played the last speakeasy mm-hmm. in uh, Akiba at Akihabara, and you killed that shit also, man. So just a lot of props, man. You're like doing big things, man. And thank you very much for coming through to the podcast. Right on. I, I was there at the Maceo show when that Catronada dropped, and I was telling everybody, "That's that Catronada. That's that Catronada." Because I was trying to tell people that album is so good, man. That album is so good. Actually, it's it's not just me or Mega or people in that. Even Maceo was like, yo, this dude is dope. Yeah. Like, Maceo came out the green room and was like, yo, who is spinning yeah, right now? Yeah, that was dope, man. Yeah. That's yeah. So, yeah, man, uh, I don't think I have any more questions. Well, again, thank you. Thank you for coming to the show, man. We're looking forward to yeah. seeing you perform. I would really like to get out and check you out at Bridge. Oh, um, yeah, I'll definitely roll through. Yeah, let me know. Times. I haven't yeah. seen him yet. Yeah. I would like to. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued. Every- yo, uh, you can <laughs> check out... Uh, Kinsuke's Speakeasy Mix on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, we'll throw oh, right the link on, on the Facebook cool. and in our link also. Do you have like a webpage or something you want to yeah, plug? Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. DJ K-E-M-S-K-E. Uh, uh, Instagram. Uh, also uh, Mixcloud and SoundCloud. Yeah. DJ KMSK. And you got some mixes on Mixcloud yeah. and SoundCloud? Word. Nice. Yo, I, I highly recommend y'all listen, man. I highly recommend it. Word, word. Uh, I'm going to thank you again for the seventh time because I really appreciate <laughs> you coming out. Let's go ahead and uh, weather forecast. All right. The, our weather forecast is us uh, talking to you guys about the upcoming shows. By the time this releases, it'll probably be about April 10th or so. Um, and yeah check it out we also will start putting information on our website which will be up soon and uh take this from the top yo so as kinsuke said he plays every other monday at uh bar bridge and then he has a gig every wednesday in uh, Uda... uh quintet at quintet yeah bar quintet bar quintet Umegaoka. yo Umegaoka. so make sure y'all check that out uh also april the 14th 
14th. Yeah. Uh, uh, with DJ Watara and I am Jesse. Shout out to my man, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse was here. I am Jesse. It's his show. At, uh, and the hero move. Uh, do you know the venue? Uh, no. North. 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 Yeah. Aoyama. Okay. Work. So make sure y'all check that out on the 14th. On the 15th, we got Boku no Ririku no Boyomi at Akasaka Blitz. On the 19th and the 20th, we got Mary J. Blige at Shinkiba Studio Coast. On the 21st, the Udagawa Halftime Show, Volume 5. That's at Shibuya Star, Star Lounge. My bad, yo. Uh, on the 22nd, we got... Stones Throw presents tuxedo second album release so you know uh hot mayor hawthorne hawthorne mayor yeah hawthorne. mayor hawthorne mayor hawthorne who up is it jake one yeah jake one yeah yeah they just uh i just saw a brand new video from them pretty dope yo drop an album soon yeah y'all y'all can come to the album release party on the 22nd the 27th and the 29th and the 30th paul mccartney's gonna be at the tokyo dome i'm good ain't no tickets for that shit left on the 27th, Thundercat's going to be a liquid room. Oh, I'm going to that. Also, no tickets for that shit. It's already sold out? Yeah, Asia told oh. me. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, end the podcast right now. <laughs> we ain't telling nobody about no more shows. We got to keep it to ourselves. Yo, May 1st, uh, Charisma.com's at Akasaka Blitz. May 25th, Jamiroquai at the Tokyo International Forum. I'm good. May tw- 30th, Pitbull's going to be at the Budokan. I'm good. And that's about all y'all need to know for that. Except May, the first Sunday in May, there's going to be a speakeasy at Akihabara. Your boy's actually running point on that shit with another speakeasy crew member. So I'm like organizing. It's going to be a special kind of a DJ event. DJs are going to submit their mixes and then we're going to have two or three DJs actually, you know, jump in. So not, you know... Speakeasy presents, but like, yo, you get the, you know, do your best and then come in and do your shit that's once you run that. So that's going to be at that, Akihabara. Yeah, most definitely. Going to need a lot of promo. So y'all come out. That's at Akihabara. It's like right by the station. It's under the train tracks. It's a new kind of open air venue called Akiba. They're doing. I saw that. Yeah, I just, saw that. Just the other night we were there. Oh, word. Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. walked by. Yeah. yeah, we did the grand <laughs> opening. So oh, we're going to do it again Still. first Ooh. Sunday in May. So y'all come out. Cool. Uh, yo, thank you for listening to episode six of the Mega Late Show. Uh, Steez is missing, but we have a wonderful guest today. Also, our uh, our engineer. Dead. I don't know why I did that. He's uh, not dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing. He's doing the like sign this. of the cross, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, the Ghost of Steez. Please come again. But um, word, yo, uh, keep on checking us out every month. We appreciate everybody and all of our listeners. Shout out to all y'all Tanakas out there. Peace to Don. Peace and to the gods. If you don't listen, you are not a Tanaka. We out. This is not information.